Hello, and welcome to another special edition episode of Black Women Voices. I'm one of the hosts, Anne-Marie Edwards, and I am currently pursuing a doctorate in educational psychology. I wanted to explore an innovative approach with my dissertation. So about a year ago, I asked my sister host if I could record special episodes for the Black Women Voices podcast that would be included in my dissertation. If you missed episode one of the series, I would encourage you to go back and listen. In that episode, I give a more robust explanation of the premise behind the special series. This is episode five of a nine-part series. This episode features Jade, and her voice is the next voice you'll hear. My name is Jade, and I was born in March 1999 in Chicago, Illinois. My family is created with my mother, father, two brothers, and sister. My mother and father have never been in a relationship my entire life. At one years old, my mother met my stepfather. My biological father also got married and had a son. Throughout my entire life, he raised me as his own. While married, him and my mother had one daughter to add to the tribe. Coming into the marriage, he had already had a son who was four years older than me. For my entire life, all of my family has been in Illinois, living 10 to 30 minutes away from each other. It was easy for us to all stay very connected. Although we had always lived in Chicago, my mother and sister and I did a lot of moving between 2014 and 2018 due to relationship issues between my mother and stepfather. I knew I was a teenager, that there was something going on, but that was affecting my mother and my family, but I knew it was a situation that I had no control over. Seeing my mother go through a hard time with trying to balance her marriage for the sake of her family had to be one of the hardest things, but eventually she pushed through it and made better decisions for her children and herself. Due to the in and out, the relationship my mother and stepfather had, I found myself taking on hobbies and relationships to distract me. At 14 years old, I received my first job opportunity on my own, joined the dance team as an elite general member and got a boyfriend. With all three of those things keeping me occupied, the troubles that were happening in my family became a bliss. I pushed myself away from feeling and more towards doing. I discovered more happiness in that phase of my life, which hindered my relationship with my family for the entire four years of high school. Life now is becoming realistic for an 18-year-old girl in Chicago graduating high school. I now have to reevaluate what really brings me happiness and how I could lock into being dedicated to my future for the next four years. My entire time in grammar school and high school, I have always had a passion for math and investments. I also held leadership roles such as volleyball, softball, cheerleading, mentoring young women, and a student ambassador for my campus in high school. I wanted to remain to be more than my student number. When coming to college and making sure that I decided to attend a university where I would be impactful to the African-American community and strive to continue creating diversity, in the world to encourage and improve equality. Now that I am focused on making it to school, the activities are slowing down and the things that are occurring in my family are now catching up with me. It's now time for me to connect with my family again and take back the time that I have lacked as a big sister, daughter, and granddaughter before I go away to college. Throughout that summer, I became a very reliable resource for everyone in my family due to me having more freedom on my hands than I usually do. And they all began to lean on me for a lot of support than I have usually been used to. But because I missed my family, I was there. I had to now become the glue. 
as college began to take off, my mother and I began growing our relationship faster than we ever had. I believe that my mother started to understand that I was seeing the transition of her and my stepfather's relationship and seeing the effect that it took on our family firsthand without speaking on it. When college began, the relationship that I was in for five years in high school ended and my mother was the only person that I felt I can call to cry to because she can relate to my pain with the things that she had been through with my biological father in high school. Through it all, I maintained to keep my grades together, and now I find new experiences and ways to be more than my student ID to Northern Illinois University, which is known as NIU. I wanted them to know me as Jade Moffitt. To create the version of Jade to Northern, I joined the Black Student Union, participated in the Black Student Union pageant, became a Northern ambassador, started my own business called Pink Butterscotch Beauty Bar, and I have finally became more than a student. I became a voice for my class, a voice for the African-American students, and a participant of the growth and diversity at Northern, and it meant the world to me, but I knew there was more work to be done. Towards the end of my second semester of freshman year of college, I knew that I wanted to give more students coming into next year more opportunity. I came to NIU studying at the College of Business, seeking my finance degree, so I lived in the business career house in the Grant Towers my first year. When seeing the different ways to connect to the students on the floor, I started to get more comfortable in seeing myself helping the students. I began to reach out to them and talk to them about taking risks. I wanted to be on the exact same floor to help people like me, but it did not work that way. I had soon been offered an opportunity to work in one of the best residence halls at Northern, New Hall. This was one of the residence halls that I did not believe I would fit into because of the lack of diversity. When I began the position, I went through multiple trainings and remained being my true self. I allowed myself to become one with the residents who lived with me and looked at them like family. With me having a preconceived vision of working with people who were in my field, I thought I knew how to come into my position. But in Newhall, the residents needed more than resources for me. They looked for support, passion, and love from their community advisor. And that's exactly what I gave them. I wanted them to understand that somebody sees them even when they think that they are not being seen. I wanted them to know that I cared and I will always be there to help. So I stayed in that position for two years straight. Now that I have helped expand the diversity in the residence halls and gained over 20 students who will always have me as a resource to continue to help guide their journey at Northern after resigning, because of this, I found myself becoming more open, well-experienced, and culturally competent in multiple different areas. This opportunity made it possible for me to continue to use my voice and remain a resource for those who needed me. I continue to be the glue to my family, a proud member of the Black Student Union, and an African-American woman who stands for equality at all times. These roles allow me to realize that I have to remain comfortable with being uncomfortable and always take risks. Having these leadership roles in my life has helped me mold me into the woman that I am today, and I wouldn't change any of it. I am even more focused on my future, my craft, and my place in the world, and I plan to continue to move in this route in the future.
And now for my research notes. Before I begin, more information on the resources I use for this segment will be in the show notes. The themes that stick out to me during this episode were the concept of other mothering and the black woman's guide to self-care. The concept of other mothering has ties to slavery when black women were often tasked with caring for the children of their owners or other field workers. It extended to siblings, caring for siblings, which is still common today, grandmothers, aunts, etc., caring for their relatives in the absence of their biological parents as well. Dr. Patricia Hill Collins defines other mothering as women who assist blood mothers in mothering responsibilities. In the case of Jade, she was considered an other mother to her brother. Young women are often socialized to take on the responsibilities of a mother at a very early age and for a variety of reasons. Personally, I have been other mothering my nephew since I was nine years old. I remember being given the responsibility of getting him dressed and on the bus for daycare prior to heading to my middle school bus stop at the age of 12. I don't remember any conversation on how to be a mother. It was more assumed that I already had the skill set to be another mother. While this practice does lend itself to African-centered traditions, I have to wonder the influence on identity development for black girls and their thoughts on how much responsibility they are to shoulder as a caregiver. Even more, when does the responsibility end? I heard this struggle a bit in Jay's dialogue. Her responsibility to her brother's growth and development left a lingering question of who was responsible for her own growth and development. If the answer is her, then how is she to cultivate self-care when so much of her time and energy is focused outward? This has become a dialogue, the adultification of black girls and the mothering aspect. It sounds like, in Jade's case, however, that she has explored her own capacity to help others. She has done that as a community advisor. The idea of being a resource has grounded Jade. Her self-care is actually embedded in the help she gives to others and has ultimately provided her clarity of purpose. One final note. Each episode will end with a clip of a song that the participant chose to describe their life journey. Jade chose I Am Not My Hair by India Ari. I hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you for taking the time to listen to Black Woman Voices. Please come back next Friday to check out the next episode in this special series and remember to follow Black Woman Voices on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All the links will be in the show notes. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, please leave us a review and share it with others. Now let's start a conversation. Take care and talk soon. Expectations.
situations, no, no.